chapter fourteen of the ins and outs of paris or paris by day and night by julie de marguerite this librivox recording is in the public domain the jeunesse dare the garde nationale the name of jeunesse dare was first given to the class it indicates in the time of the first empire and though we use it metaphorically it originated in the literal fact that napoleon i with the tastes of his italian origin though he never indulged them in his own person covered the military and court uniforms with gold and silver embroidery subsequently the jeunesse dorée were supposed to mean a class of young men devoted to vanity dissipation and pleasure at least this was the acceptation of the name to all the plodding money-making community but this was exactly the reverse of the truth for in france riches name a great tailor and unexceptionable equipages will not give a passport to high society or include an aspirant in the exclusive circle of the jeunesse dare such worthies are only the jeunesse dare for the crowd they themselves are perfectly aware of their own insignificance in the estimation of the circle to which they aspire in vain under the first napoleon the great and indispensable desideratum was to be a military man not a fine militia captain or colonel or general which you are so fond of being on the other side of the atlantic not a slim sighing stripling tied to a clanging sabre like the life guardsmen of england they may have improved though some of them certainly have not under the discipline of the crimea but a warrior whose rank gave him only the privilege over the common soldier of being first to face the enemy deeds of valour were then thought the only ones worthy of a man and women would scarcely listen to the vows of a civilian however distinguished he might chance to be then all this passed away the napoleon of peace as his flatterers styled him the napoleon of pence louis philippe as he was with more appropriateness called by impartial contemporaries introduced an era of circumspection of reason and sharp bargains the head and not the arm manifested strength the parisians went into the other extreme and ridiculed the eternal love of uniforms and gewgaws the enrolling of all the fat civilians in the national guard entirely destroyed for a time the military prestige in france and it was not until the excitement and enthusiasm of the present war encouraged by the language and actions of another napoleon that the innate love of fighting existing in the breast of every frenchman broke out again into full activity some years since the jeunesse dorée formed themselves into an association which from the anglomania which even then began to prevail a forerunner of the present strict and cordial alliance between the two nations was called the jockey club this club includes many gradations of rank but all are distinguished for some talent most of the politicians whose eloquence resounded during the two years of anarchy and intoxication which reigned in france dalton she de montalembert etc etc were members of this club so was the duke of orleans and his artistic taste much affected the general tone of young men in the reign of louis philippe journalists authors artists some of them uniting both birth and fortune are members of this club the very slight distinction which still existed between the artist and the man of letters was entirely obliterated under louis philippe the familiarity of the duke of orleans with his friends and associates was proverbial eugene sue was his intimate companion as well as dumas and other distinguished litterateurs among the rest alphonse carr until a most romantic and scandalous love affair of cars 
a man of no principle in affairs of gallantry excluded him from the moral court presided over by the queen marie amelie in the wing of the tuileries allotted to the duke of orleans and his exemplary wife all the taste of the parisian artists were consulted in the arrangement and embellishment of a suite of apartments which when finished presented the rare aspect of a royal salon without ennui or etiquette liszt and chopin would sit down at the piano unasked and improvise while the inspired fit was on them those who loved to hear them would gather round whilst others would saunter about the adjoining rooms discussing poetry with larmatine and the beautiful duchess de nemours while the mathematical duke her husband talked politics and statistics with guizot perignon seguier and other celebrities of the bar and cabinet gautier sue dumas and Janet would carry on a war of wit with many of the sparkling belles of this novel court whilst the duke of orleans himself would promenade through the picture gallery with biard gudin scheffer or winterhalter conversing with them on his favourite subject of the beauties of art and the high mission of artists there were few women of celebrity excepting for beauty accomplishments or elegance the princess elena here gave the tone and unfortunately women of talent in all countries contrive to put themselves into exceptional positions which exclude them from society or choosing their own friends eschew and avoid all general assemblies where even in the most refined class both men and women are ready to attack calumniate and prejudge the words motives and actions of a being who infringes on the privileges of both sexes such a woman invariably excites general envy and ill-nature as well as the most violent admiration and most extravagant attachments two things which women doom to dwell in decencies for ever never forgive and which men for the sake of their own family ties are called on to resent and censure biard was the most intimate chum of the duke of orleans and his wife lovely well-educated elegant without any preponderance of genius or esprit sufficient to make her enemies was one of the exceptions to the general rank of the female guests she has since acquired an ephemeral and disgraceful celebrity madame paul de la roche the beautiful daughter of vernet was another bright particular star in this serene horizon but she has faded into an early grave one day the duke of orleans who was in the habit of visiting his friend in his studio inquired at the porter's lodge before going up whether m billard was at home i don't know replied a voice which the duke did not recognize for the concierge and his wife having gone on a holiday had confided the loge to a friend but you can go and see and at the same time as you are going up you can take these things the tailor has just left for him the duke obeyed mounted the six stories for the sake of the light a studio is always at the top of the house and not finding the artist deposited his bundle with a message for his friend with the stupefied servant who of course knew him and could in no wise see the connection between his master's new clothes and the prince royal meantime the duke descended the stairs and putting his head into the little aperture in the door of the porter's lodge always open for the accommodation of visitors said mon ami i have left the coat and trousers in safe keeping tell monsieur billard i hope they will fit merci monsieur who shall i say called will monsieur give me his name my name is not a difficult one but in case you should forget it there is something to help your memory and giving him a louis d'or he added tell m billard it was his friend the prince royal 
in such a state of things it was natural that the jeunesse dorée should assume a tone of dignified simplicity and intellectual superiority the real fast men as you call them shanghai is the slang word i believe in the land of barnum are neither horse-jockeys nor blacklegs nor heroes of scottishes and polkas though they profess a great taste for the turf have many english members in their club ride steeplechases at the croix de berny dance and are gallant and attentive to women in society but to compromise any woman by manifesting their admiration or monopolizing her society before the world would lead to ostracism from their own circles they certainly patronize danseurs of not immaculate virtue and often have a snug establishment in the quartier de la lorette but such liaisons are strictly private and not one of these young men would take his dulcinea in his own carriage to his own box at the opera or give her his arm in public if this were done neither mother nor sister would ever trust to his escort again the quietest possible dress the simplest and most unobtrusive equipages etc are tokens of the jeunesse d'ori moderation in their expenses so as to bring them within their income respect for age and family ties and a thorough absence of affectation characterize the members of le jockey club the creme de la creme of paris it is true that since the commencement of the russian war the military spirit has assumed its ancient power over the enthusiastic and patriotic young men of france who are as eager now as were those of former generations to win renown in arms and glory to the flag of france still all ostentation of mere material display all boasting all affectation all pretension of dress style or equipage is considered snobbish and vulgar but there is a class however a class of young men as handsome often richer clever brave and bright who are of a different quality and who do duty before the general public as the genuine jeunesse d'ori this gilded troop may be seen passing in most eccentric carriages with the fastest horses scampering through the streets those brilliant waistcoats worn by the simpering gentlemen in the fashion place are invented for them they glory in the love of the most dévergondés dancers of the opera the lionne a woman who talks slang smokes cigars drinks a bottle of champagne at breakfast and wears the beflounced becorded velveted peignoir also seen in the fashion plates and at newport and saratoga in your country money these young men have and debts too which latter they think essential to their position as fast men pastes pomades oils cosmetics patent razors golden laid dressing-cases brocade morning-gowns betasseled green smoking-caps and morocco babouches are especially invented for them and are by them enjoyed they think it fun to cheat at play to founder a horse to seduce an ouvrière to enrich a courtesan to fight with a gendarme and before being an officer in the national guard might imply hot gunpowder and cold lead that was considered as being almost a hero now however the cue of this class is to affect to despise everything and more especially the garde nationale they loved in reality only the importance the uniform and the display of mock soldiering it was considered a year or two ago a high achievement for them to be called before a court-martial how little marshal mars himself only could know where pacific grocers retired butchers and guileless linen-drapers sat in solemn judgment 
than to be condemned to an unheard-of number of hours imprisonment for such misdemeanours as dodging one's turn to mount guard or misleading the patrol or making a sergeant drunk was the climax of fun as also to go to the prison called the hotel des haricots from haricots or beans forming the principal prison food and there ordering the most heliogabaline supper from chavet seducing the authorities into putting so much of the enemy into their brains as to considerably fuddle them and make each learned dogberry write himself down an ass fun it was deemed also to go to this prison and after making a great fuss getting a room and arranging to the inconvenience of the whole establishment to stay the full time of your condemnation to then signify your intention of remaining but a quarter of an hour the radamantine tribunal aforesaid allowing you to pay your imprisonment by instalments at any period or for any length of time it might suit them but now all this is over grimoire has laid aside his masking mood and donned the armour of the battlefield a band as steady and a will as stern as his whose career the first jeunesse d'arie attended through all its glories guides the military ardour of the nation and points to achievements as glorious as those he has immortalized our sham heroes have suddenly forgotten their patriotism and it is now by our heroes of the flashy waistcoats and incredible cravats universally voted that the garde nationale is a vulgar institution but what they still consider as special fun beware o oh young america for to you i have been speaking from the first it is a special fun to get hold of a foreigner bent on becoming the fashion they will not hesitate to take him into the most equivocal society to introduce him to some fair and frail creature and induce him to take her to the bois de boulogne the opera and the cafes thereby forever shutting against him the doors of those really noble intellectual and elegant salons so ready to receive and welcome strangers it is fun to teach their victim to waste his money to buy their spavent horses to dress ridiculously to learn slang french and then to let him go home ruined in health and robbed in pocket swearing that there is not a good horse or a virtuous woman in paris that all the men are chevaliers d'industrie and that the absurd and laughable figure you cut in your crimson waistcoat flaring cravat little watch chain to a buttonhole by a gold cable and a bunch of gridirons horseshoes hearts and opera glasses by way of charms and your little legs stuck into landscape trousers with a view of fontainebleau on one leg and the drachenfels on the other is the height of the paris fashion beware o oh innocent stranger again we say beware these people may be found with remarkably curled and perfumed heads walking five or six abreast down the alleys of the tuileries talking loudly and flourishing impossible canes at the cafe anglais or the maison dorée they will order everything out of season and at the opera they will lean out of the box clap louder than the orchestra with their yellow kid gloves take you with a flourish behind the scenes and to show their superiority utter an impertinence to or take a liberty with every dancer who comes in their way finally they invite you to supper with an actrice du boulevard or a circus rider of franconi's and whispering in her ear that you are un brave américain un peu jeune a little green set you down to lanquenet or bouillotte while your hostess wrapped in lace and muslins buried in her armchair and cigar in mouth surveys you with a knowing air winks at one of her own friends shrugs her shoulders at your introducers and laughs in your face this may be called the jeunesse crivrée 
copper which to the ignorant looks like gold as the elkington plate resembles silver but those who become friends of the family or wish to buy must know the difference so would you not be made a fool of when you go to paris be sure of taking some means to enable you to distinguish between the true and the false jeunesse d'arie chapter fourteen